all the birthdays that are in the house tonight, y'all. I need to see birthday hands in the air. I see balloons and don't have no names, no nothing. You got a B-Day, baby. Make your way to the front so we can put you on tonight, mama. You ready? What's your name? Chanel. Say she got a B-Day. Tia got a B-Day in the building one time. Hey, look, them texts be working, okay? Because half of the time I can't understand what they saying. So send a text to y'all. Hey, we ain't gonna let the cruise go. Let the beat ride on, Chanel. to another episode of the McKeon Show. I am your host, McKeon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. And we just want to say happy Labor Day happy to Labor everyone. Day. <laughs> Y'all see it's, where we at. Yes, yes. Working, <laughs> working. Always working. But today is the official, well, well, I'm going to say official, end of the summer, right? Yes. This is their last cookout and everything for the summer. Because in three weeks from today, it will be fall. Yes. I'm just happy school starts, so I don't care what season it is. As long as it's the season when the bus coming to pick up my kids tomorrow, <laughs> it could be winter, spring, summer, whatever's coming to pick up my kids on this bus tomorrow, that's the season we can be in. Man, I can't wait for fall. I love fall. 
Fall is one of my favorite seasons the of the year. The leaves are beautiful. Mm -hmm. I like the leaves. The mm -hmm. leaves are really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Especially when you drive down a street that has nothing but a whole bunch of trees and you see how beautiful the it's creation beautiful. is. Yes. The leaves, that, yes. Yes. That. All the beautiful colors. The, yeah. the oranges and yellows and okay, browns and them. everything. Yeah. Okay, you gotta yeah, yeah. But I just love it. I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for everything. And I, I don't even, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk about fall yet because it's still officially summer. We still got a few more days, right? Look at this mermaid. She probably thinking about how many more times she's going to get in this water before it's officially fall. That's before it's officially she's closed, that's right? She's well, today, well, well not, not not our VIP pool, but the right. pool's closed today. The pool's yeah, are closed today. is today. the last day. The last day. Yeah, because they close them. They open them like Memorial Day and yes. close them Labor Day. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is, but we got a VIP pool. We got a VIP pool. Shout out pool. to our VIP pool member. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we got our passes. Yes, we got yes, our passes. Yes. I got my pass to put my feet in it anytime I want to. Yep, because that's about all I'm gonna do. So, <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so, so it has been a great. It has been a great week. Yep, it has been a very great week. Busy. It been a great well. week. So, how was your week? Because I'm gonna talk about my week. But how has oh, your week been? <laughs> I don't know if my week has been too great, but it's been blessed. Um, yeah, just very interesting. Just a lot of family dynamics and i know some of you guys watched my um husband live video yesterday thanks for watching i didn't even know about it until you guys hit me up about it about that he left a video so my husband did get injured uh so he's a couch potato right now and if you know the man least we do not sit still at all so this has been a transformation for mm. him um luckily clap it up because he doesn't have to have surgery at this time yes yeah uh, it's good because that's the hardest thing you know the art of not yes, knowing not is knowing. worse than knowing yourself like just hopping away to go see a specialist and see what's going on um so he doesn't have to have surgery but we're still on the road to recovery um a long road so we'll just say that so just keep us in um in prayers for that so i have been um mainly blessed booked and busy being a wife there you go. <laughs> Being on my wife duty. There you go. Because you know when men get sick, you know we going to get sick and we going to still figure stuff out and do what we got to do, right? When men get sick, it's, uh, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, they I don't know. Things. That's me. That's me, too, because I'm not a, I'm not the type of person that gets sick. Oh, my goodness. Well, look, I, had to I don't his, get sick. I had to call his mama on him. Like, that's how serious <laughs> guy. I was like, look, either you do what the doctor said or I'm going to call your mother. And sure enough, that worked, though, because cause his mother doesn't live far from us. So mm -hmm. I literally picked up the phone like, look, you want to come sit on this couch with your son for these weeks? Because he couldn't go up the steps or anything either, so we had to, like, stay on the main floor. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to be petty and go sleep in the room because mm -hmm. he can't mm -hmm. go sleep in the room. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I've been uncomfortable with you, too. So I'm going to need you to start whining because I want to whine. But right. needless to say, God is good. On the road to recovery, no surgery. That's that's the best blessing um, it is. Because anytime, anytime you have surgery, it's a risk. I don't care if it's an in and out procedure, yes. whatever. When you are on anesthesia, it's a risk. So it's just basically been um, focused on making sure he was okay, kind of rearranging our lives and trying to figure out how things are going to go. Because my husband is definitely the king, the head of our household. So there's a lot of stuff that he takes on. So, you know, when one is down, the other one step up. So now I have to step up and make changes, kids, our school tomorrow. So I have to, like, 
make sure everything is good. But I'm I'm here for it. So that's kind of been how um your week been how going. my week has been going in mommy and wifey mode. Mommy and wifey mode. Ain't nothing mode. wrong with that. It ain't nothing wrong with ain't that. It's a true that. blessing. And I feel like sometimes God sits you down anyway. Absolutely. And I feel like this was a time that um we were just doing a lot of stuff, and neither one of us really paid attention to the signs that God said it was time to sit down and mm -hmm. and figure out some things and listen to Him talk. So I feel like he got sit down because the way his injury happened, can't nobody believe how it happened. So I think it happened. God was like, oh, okay, you don't want to listen to me? You gonna even when, even when God speaks, even the devil listen. You yes. know? So I feel Have like, to. oh, you don't want you don't want to listen to me? Let mm -hmm. me show you what I can do. So I feel like this is the time for us to really sit down, get our family ties back together because you know we believe in God, family, community, in that order. And sometimes when life happens. You kind of miss some steps, mm -hmm. you know, not intentionally, it's mm -hmm. just life. So I think this is where we are right now, where it was like, God was like, look, this is your foundation. This is the order in which I have gave your life. And this is what you need to be focused on right now is family. So I think that's what we're going to take a break a little while and do that. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you said, you know, sometimes in life, you know, because we are moving so fast, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we need to sit down and. Sometimes it may not be the way we want it, right. you know, Agreed. but it Agreed. may not be the way we want it. But, you know, anytime we know that we're sitting in that place, you know, a lot of thinking goes on, mm -hmm. a lot of talking to God, a lot of Listen. reasoning, you know, and shoot, we're four months now away from 2020. So, mm -hmm. you know, God maybe, you know, need to download some visions yep. and things. Amen of where he wants the head right. of this household to right, go. Right, right, you know, a lot of times we just moving and doing things. And because it seems right, right, we think it's right. right. But all mm -hmm. the time, you know, mm -hmm. right. you may have to go into another direction. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thankful that he don't have to have surgery Amen. right Thank now. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you yes. for checking on us. Yes. Thank everybody for prayers and checking on us. Uh, we truly do appreciate it. Yes, it's all about healing yep. now. So Amen. all you gotta do is heal now. So and sit on that couch while I call his mom. Yes. So Tony, you know, <laughs> Tony, you know, you are in my prayers, and we want this to be a fast recovery for you. So do what your wife says, <laughs> and don't have her calling mommy on you again. Yes, because yes, I will. You see, yes. you already seen. She came over there with the vengeance. She wasn't playing. Okay. She came right over there. You I can't said, play. I said I need to step out. Can you come on guard duty real quick mm -hmm. and like? guard him and make sure and she was right on over there so shout out to my mother-in-law for doing her, her thing and it's all about that family yeah. right you got to make sure and it's, it's important at times like this that you really have to use right. your village right of everybody that's around you and that's so. why you that's why you never know who you're gonna need or when you're gonna need them and that's why that you always forgive and forget like move on let things be because you never know we didn't know this was gonna happen you right know what i'm saying we had no idea that this was going to happen and now it's rearranging everything you had to call on some folks you got to call on your village and i definitely have been reaching out like i need this can you help me do this can you make sure this and i'm blessed so i thank god for that absolutely and your week my week oh my goodness it started out really good okay you know it started out good um got some things together business-wise okay. so i am happy about that okay um and then like around wednesday I had this reoccurring, well, I had injured my back a few years ago. And so on Wednesday, oh my goodness, all of a sudden these back pains just came on mm -hmm. me. And I was in the bed for like, what was it, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so that's four days. I was in the bed for four days because of my back. You and your was hurting. Girl, my back was hurting so bad I couldn't even get out the bed. Even my mother had came in my room probably like about Friday. Just to see, she didn't even think I was home. Mm -hmm. She said, I ain't heard you moving around. I, I, I didn't know you were here. And I said, yeah, I'm here, but my back been bothering me. Oh my goodness. 
So my mother to the rescue, mother to the rescue. She had ordered this this cream. And you know the latest craze, everyone, that everybody is doing. They're talking about the um, CBD oil oh, yeah. and all of that. So she had this cream that had that in it. And so she said, just put this on your back. She mm -hmm. said, I put it on my knees, and I have been having no problem. And if anybody know my mom, my mom suffers with a lot of knee issues. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, if she ain't having no problem, then it, it's, it's working, right? Right, right. I put that cream on my back. The first night, just put it on my back. It was good. It was good. So the next day I thought about it, I said, you know what? I need to get my heating pad mm -hmm. because I know heat helps right, my back right, right. a lot. So put the cream on Saturday, put the heating pad on. And when I tell y'all, I couldn't even believe when I woke up in the morning that I had slept through the whole night. Okay. Because you know, when you're in pain, you wake up like Making with your back or your knee yep. or whatever. Every turn, twist and turn, you moving over, you, it'll wake you up out your sleep because that's how severe the pain is. And so I couldn't even believe that I had slept through the whole night. And I was like, that worked. Right, okay. And I was able to get up and go out and I enjoyed my nephew's Jamil um, birthday party yesterday. Shout out to Jamil. Yeah, shout out to Jamil. Um, and then so even that day, I'm going through the day and I'm like, I ain't had no pain. I'm just like, okay. So I just knew, I was like, okay, I know when I get home tonight, I know I overdid it. Yeah. I'm going to be in so much pain. I was pain. about to say, but the, here's the thing. You overdoing it. Like, you get some relief, and then you're like, oh, I ain't in no pain. I can do 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 But then. But then, so, I'm thinking, so I'm thinking last night, I'm like, okay, I know I overdid it. I okay. said, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for the pain of what I'm going to go oh, through so last no pain? night. No pain. Okay. I didn't even put the cream on last I night. I about to ask you that. Did you I just cream? slept. I just um, slept with the um, heating pad on my back. Okay. Again, woke up this morning, nothing. I was like, oh, God, I love it. Because I'm telling you, I, I, it was amazing. Because I was like, oh, my God, this is, I don't know what's going on with my back, but I am going to get it checked out. I'm about out. to say, so we're going to get it checked. I am okay. going to get it checked out to make sure that everything, well, I know everything is not okay. I already know that. Right, right, but right. at least I'm going to know what's, what's going wrong? on. Yeah. And that's the thing, that's important. Like, when something hurting and you go to doctors and they can't figure out what's going on, but you know something hurt, you don't like that. Like, I don't want to be dying, but mm -hmm. I know what, I want to know what's wrong so right. we can help it. Like, right, I want to know. So we need to get your back I checked. definitely want to know what's going on because I know I have, I do. I have, I have had two um, back injuries when I was in car accidents, so okay. I do know. And they did tell me before my chiropractor back then told me that usually with the type of injuries that I've had that they do come back later Okay. in life. And so... I guess this time, you know, okay. it's, it's later in life, but now I got to see what I got to do now so I can be, you know, comfortable because when I'm telling you, that ain't no joke. When your back is bothering you like mm -hmm. that, you can't even walk, just to walk. I didn't have no problems sitting up or anything, mm -hmm. but it was, I had pain just to walk. Wow. And it, it was very debilitating, so. So your partner get hurt get injured and then you injured. So both of y'all need to just be sitting on the couch watching that. But see, this is the second time. See, this is the second time I've experienced this within 60 days. I didn't tell anybody the first time it happened. It happened and to me. And then you didn't go to doctors the first uh -uh. time, did you? Uh-uh. Lesson. I just took a lot of painkillers. Lesson. And so it happened to me again in July. Mm-hmm. And then it went away. But then I had problems with my um, legs. So I'm like, okay, my back is hurting, my leg is hurting. Okay, it's getting severe. 
but it stopped. I said, but when it came back this time, I said, you know what? I got to see what's going on. If you don't on. deal with your issues, they will deal with you. Because it, it could be if something is on a nerve, yeah. and I got to deal with that if it's on yep. a nerve. You got to deal with it, period. Yes. And so now I'm me checking on you. Did you go to Dr. Jack? <laughs> did you call the doctor yet? Did you call the... I'm, I'm, taking, well, I did I'm call. on the way to get Tony to the doctors. Do I need to come I did take you call to the doctor? I'm going Thursday. Okay, all right. So fine. I get to go Thursday okay. so I can start the... The process okay. of what is All going right. on. So well, we will definitely uh, make keep sure in your prayers, everyone. Pray, I definitely will be keep your prayer. I can't have both of y'all broken up. It's only one of me. Okay, I can't, I can't so be funny. I can't be going to both of y'all. And it's so funny because everybody kept on saying, "Oh my God, you don't look fifty." I'm like. I feel it now. I was thinking that. I was like, maybe. Huh. I was like, I feel maybe 50. it's too early for the I feel 50, 50 joke. I ain't going yeah. to give it yeah, to you. Yeah, I feel it. But I was about to. Thank you to those two people in my life that hit me in the back, totaled my cars, and messed up my back, and now I'm still dealing with you people. Welcome I thought you people 50. were gone. Welcome to 50. <laughs> <laughs> all the joys of being 50. All the joys. All the joys. But you know what? Taking a stride. Yep. Yep. Taking it in stride. So that's how my weekend was, guys. And so I'm here today, and I feel good. We here. I have no pain or anything, and I'm I'm just ready to move on and see what I got to do about it. So, Well, we I here. Blessed, booked, and busy. No matter what, we weather the storm. We are here like we are every Monday on the McYon Show with your girl, Roz. Doing what we need to do while everybody out at them cookouts, <laughs> eating food, swimming, all that kind of stuff. We are here doing we. We are doing what we do, and we love it. Yes, we do. We we, we love do. it, and I, that's why I was telling people I love doing my show on Mondays because I'm always here on every holiday that falls on a Monday. Yep, and a lot of them fall on Monday. A lot of them fall on Monday. Too, so a lot of them fall on Monday, but I love it. I, I hope care. everybody out there is enjoying your Labor Day. I hope it was awesome and amazing. Mm -hmm. Got a chance to spend time with some family, family and some friends, and just have all that love around you. Because mm -hmm. I'm saying it's so important just to have. People that love you, that really, really love you, you around you. I'm about to put that in there. You know, because people say they love you, and then, then but then see, they really don't. You really know who love you when stuff happens like your back injury or my husband injury or you lose. So when you need somebody, you really see who's really your sis or your friend or all these um, terms that we are just so easily using. Like yes. everybody that you meet is not your friend. No, like, they're not. Seriously, but you really see when you... um. When you when you through your storm, because we all even going to headed to a storm, coming out of storm or in a storm, we always in it. And when you in your storm, you realize who really there yeah. or who really not. And so it's 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 up to you to pay attention to that. Absolutely, absolutely. So guys, we have come to our first break. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into our topic of discussion. Yeah. So you are watching the McYon Show with McYon and Roz. We'll be right back. Y'all ready to move a little bit here? Hey. It's been a long time ill. Hey, I watched the Margaret. We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. And nice and easy, Bella. Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to your baby, let the bucket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. Yes, right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to your daddy. What you got for me, baby? 
Big Paw. Happy feet day to Big Paw. Watch the clock and watch it. And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right. That's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, I feel a dawn and watch the vlog do the work. Ah! He's a born of Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. watching the McKeon Show. I'm your host, McKeon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. So guys, what we're going to talk about today is that it is September. Mm -hmm. It's a brand new month, the yes. ninth month of the year. But also, it is Suicide and Depression Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So we are definitely going to take this time and, you know, talk about it. You know, we, we always talk about how um, important um, depression and suicide is. And also, um, with college students going back to school mm -hmm. and school kids going back to school and everything um depression is is very heavy mm -hmm. you know depression is very heavy among our college students and so if you have any child that's going back to school you we don't we can't tell you how important it is to check on your children it may look good on the outside mm -hmm. normal mm -hmm. but remember they're fighting everything in here because mm -hmm. we know that that is a mental disorder so we're just going to talk about some things today to give you some tools of how you'll be able to help someone that you think may be um dealing with depression anxiety and mm -hmm. all those things because you know i'm not a stranger to it right. i am definitely not a stranger to depression or anxiety it is something that i definitely would not wish on my worst enemy um 
it, it, it's, it's a very, very dark, dark place and a very lonely place. You can be in a whole crowd or crowded room and it makes you feel like you're always just alone, always alone. So what you got to say about that, I Ross? do. I was actually looking for something that I was going to... Um there I, I was going to read as I'm scrolling through but yes you guys know I am no stranger to um to depression uh PTSD anxiety um as I came out a couple of months ago I think was it May when we mm -hmm. May is mental health when mm -hmm. I came out in May and I spoke a little bit about um the fact that I have you know been clinically diagnosed with depression for years um without a lot of people knowing and I think it wasn't until I posted my post that you know people may have reached out um, and I think a lot of people don't understand it um, or how to deal with it um, even a person who's depressed is you know trying to deal with it and understand it also um, I definitely do think that we need to talk about it more um, because it, it affects the young it affects the old um, there is no gap in age uh, sex gender or anything when it comes to to depression mm -hmm. um, I do, I think that um, in the African-American community that we have been taught not to seek help, counseling, therapists, and things of that nature. And unfortunately, we have not completely eradicated that that um, that myth or that old wise tale or whatever it is that we want to call, uh, call it. Mm -hmm. So um, this month, I encourage, I, I believe everybody should have a mental or a therapist or somebody that they can um, talk to. So Absolutely. I, just everybody, young, the old, uh, you know, McKeon and I both uh, on a board for adults with the Purpose Mentoring Group, you know, so we, we hear some things, we see some things, we're in school, we hear some things, um, and we see some things, and that's why I say it has no age. Uh, you guys, you guys know that I do the... Uh, out of the darkness into the light walk this uh this heat this in dc every two years um and you see each year that i have done it i see them younger and younger committing suicide mm -hmm. you know when i see moms uh with the pictures of their child on their babies you know 10 you know 11 committing suicide and things like that so um it's something that affects us all you know and um we need to really start treating these treating things like this like it affects us all don't wait till it affects you to want to care about it and to to seek information about it we need to come together now absolutely and um the mayo clinic we had we was reading some information about it and the mayo clinic states that three million new cases per year three million three million a, new cases that's a lot that is a lot because it's, it's you know what depression depression is so real because you can get depressed out of any situation yep. You can get depressed from being in a bad relationship. Yep. You can get into depression from losing someone due to death. You can go into depression from kids being so young, from mm -hmm. being bullied. It's so many things that will trigger you to be able to go into depression is because it's something happening to you that you can't talk about. Yep. You know, rape. Mm -hmm. And so when you think, when I, when I hear the number three million, and, and how many people is on the earth? Yeah, exactly. But that's on. I think that's on. Okay, so that's only in the U.S. That's only in the U.S. But the U.S. How many people we have here in the U.S.? Seven million. A lot. Seven million. I think but, it's seven million people. And then three million in the and U.S. And three million. So that's, that's almost half. half. Almost it's, half. it's almost half yeah. the population. Another five hundred thousand people. And but those are the people that's only that stood up to say something. I'm about to say you got to think about the people who haven't even reported it. Absolutely. You know, or said anything because, like I said, I'm. How old am I? 38? Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed with this 
years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And have been dealing with it for so long. But people see me, and you on a platform, and you're talking um, to people, and you don't even say, and I'm going to try my hardest not to get emotional because this is a touchy subject for me. So when people see me, um, they like, oh, like, Ross got it together and don't know what I battle daily mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying just daily and even that's a trigger mm -hmm. because when people to, when, when people trying to keep up yep. to what people's standards of you are you yep. know because when you go into that place it gets very dark and you can hear those voices saying that, oh you're so strong and you this and because you're so in a, in a low place it see it makes you sink mm -hmm. deeper and and and, and it, oh my goodness i'm really trying not to cry you guys but it really does especially um in may when we talked about it and uh wrote that post that's when i was in a dark place that i haven't been in a very long time right um and even right in that post the triggers that came out there because you had some people that really went hard on me like bashing me like you know for certain things for coming out and i'm like oh my goodness no matter what i do so for me i feel like i gotta keep up with the Roz that everybody knows. Yes. Rosalind, who my whole name is. I got to keep up with the Roz who's out here doing this and doing that and blessed, booked, and busy and helping this person, that person. And for a minute, I literally totally lost me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Lost what I what I have been battling with for a long time. So I stopped um, taking care of what I need to take care of to help deal with my depression, uh, help um, deal with my triggers and my nightmares and, you know, um, and things like that. Um, so it is like it, it is a trigger to to keep up and i remember i'm glad you said that. i remember saying to somebody you got you don't know how hard it is to keep up with who everybody expects me to be absolutely I'm not even that person absolutely. like it's it's like another job trying to keep up with how y'all see ross oh ross always smiling and I think it and was, you end up wanting to live up to that. Yes, because it's like okay, I gotta keep. And smiling. you can't be vulnerable. I gotta be, yeah, you can't, because, you can't be vulnerable. Because They're you watching. guys will crucify me, yes. like if I do. And I remember uh, uh, Valencia. You guys know what CD management, but she's more than that to me. Like she's a friend. She's a lot of stuff to me. And I remember one day she called me and was like, "You need to be okay with not being okay." Right. And she was like, "Until you understand that it is okay for you not to be okay, you don't have to." If you don't feel like smiling, be okay within mm -hmm. yourself not to smile a day. And, and I'm like, I can't because everybody like, oh, you're not smiling today. I never seen you not smiling today. Like, I can't, cannot be okay. So in my mind, I'm like, I can't not be okay. I have to be okay because this is how the world perceives me. This is how mm -hmm. everyone think I am. So it is. It's and you know, a lot of time I think, I know, I know in this day and time, it's a lot of that is because of social media. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times on social media, people think they know you from what mm -hmm. they see. Yep. They, they think they know you from what they see and they don't see the, 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 the behind the pictures, mm -hmm. behind those things is that I'm only allowing you to see what I want mm -hmm. you to see. And for me, social media is not a safe place no. to expose your vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I don't think anywhere is. I, I don't think so. Age, I don't think so. I think that when, when it's time for you to be vulnerable and where you need to be, you need to be around people who love you. Because like how you said, you was trying to express yourself mm -hmm. and talk about what went on with you. And then you had people that came from mm -hmm. all these different angles. Mm -hmm. And that could have sent you over the top. Mm -hmm. Almost, it could have it, it, it it sent you over the top. I think that, that's where it gets hard for us because, like, so let me just read this because this is something that I posted, and I think this is true. It says depression. If you know someone who's depressed, please resolve never to ask them why. Depression mm -hmm. isn't a straightforward response to a bad relationship. Depression, depression 
It's just like the weather. Try to understand the blackness, lethargic, hopelessness, and loneliness they are going through. Be there for them when they come through the other side. It's hard to be a friend to someone who is depressed, but it is one of the kindest, noblest, and best things you will ever do. I posted that August the 20th um, because I feel like, for me, I know it is it extremely hard to be friends with somebody who's depressed because I, I feel like there's some time. But there, it is hard to be my friend when you really know me, like when you really know what I'm going through. There is only There was only like a really handful of people who really know that I was clinically diagnosed with this or that I'm battling, like, should I take this message? Like, just all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, only a handful because I always feared of what, the people who say they're my sis or my friend or whatever, what, what they would think, think of you. me. Mm -hmm. So that keeping up with that was draining the freaking life out of me. Like, mm -hmm. I can't tell them, like, I want to say, like, when someone asks me what's going on, like, look, I need to be honest with you. This is this is really who I am. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. This is who I am. This is what I'm going through. This is, depression affects everyone, your friends, your family, yes. your kids, everything. But me trying to suppress it so much so that I wouldn't have to deal with the possibilities of, Losing a friend. And I know people always say to me, don't worry about that person. But for me, I already have abandonment issues. Easier said than it's done. It's easier said than I already deal with abandonment issues. I already deal with feeling like I, I'm less than or I'm not that important that somebody would care enough to stick it out with me. So for you to tell me that and I'm already battling those anyway, mm -hmm. you just made everything I was, you made it true in my right. mind. You know that, what I'm right. saying? Yep. So it is hard for someone, whether it's on social media, whether it's even talking to people, I think since may you know you and i talk and you know ours was different it was one night i was like i need you to keep your phone on mm -hmm. you remember so mm -hmm. like y yes you was open and willing but i i told a couple of other people that and i totally noticed that they have totally shied away from me mm. um and one of the one someone said something to me that hurt me so bad um they said uh it's exhausting man your friend mm. this is going to be exhausting Wow. And I was I was stuck. Like I didn't even know what this mm -hmm. would say. And this was me. This they didn't even know. I was just having a conversation to let them know like this is what's going on with me. This is why I have kind of been isolated or whatever, trying to explain it. It's like, oh my goodness, this is exhausting. Mm -hmm. that, like I can't even get that word out of my head. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, oh You my keep hearing that over and over. Over and, over and over I'm like, again. is it really exhausting? to deal with me like no. am i really that bad because i've been working damn hard to mm -hmm. suppress who and see, i am and, and that's how depression do us you know it's 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 it, 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 it very tricky because in, in in some ways i'm going to say that depression is normal mm -hmm. that everybody on the face of the earth go through some type of depression but there are some cases where it gets a little bit more severe. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, you know, when it starts interfering with your daily life, mm -hmm. like you can't do certain mm -hmm. things, you mm -hmm. can't move, you get very stagnant and those things. That's when it becomes an issue because we know that people are, some people are, have been clinically depressed all their life and yep. you would never know. They don't even know. Yep. They, they don't even yep. know because they still get up. They go to work, they, they interact with everybody, they still do those same things, but then when they by themselves in those quiet times, they have those voices. But they don't, I'm going to say they don't. Um, still suffering inside. They don't, yeah, they, they don't recognize that as being you know, depressed. It's like the weight of the world, pretty much. It's like, oh, this is just everyday life. This is kind of what life is, you know, so they, they don't understand it. It's like domestic violence. People don't understand that they're in a domestic violence 
relationship to they uh, were educated about it. It's mm -hmm. the same thing with depression. Um, so you're educated. And I remember, you know, when a doctor said to me, or I remember the first time they gave me um, Zoloft. Mm -hmm. that, that was the first antidepressant gave me. And I was, and I remember getting this prescription, looking at this doctor, like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm and, and as and as the doctor was talking and bringing things, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my goodness, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was. It was so much, and like I said, that was years ago. So I have been battling this for a very long time or trying to hide it. I have just came with the fact of being okay with not being okay. And so in doing that, it took a lot. It, I had to be vulnerable. I had to be honest. The one thing I l absolutely love about my husband is his patience. Mm. But I also had to be true to him about everything that I was feeling what I'm going through. And my husband said to me, babe, you might say like, you having a bad day, and then 20 minutes later, you doing 900 things, so I'm thinking you okay. And I had to honestly sit down with him like, I'm not. Mm. I'm not, but in my mind, I can't let our kids see this. Mm -hmm. I still got to do this. I told the neighbors I would do this. But I, you know, it was so many things that I didn't have a moment to really be like, no, I'm really not okay, mm -hmm. and I really need you right now. I need you to be like, no, mm -hmm. you're not doing this today, because I, I don't have it to say. So I thank God for my husband, because I really came out about it to him about everything. Now, he knew that I had some issues, mm -hmm. like, but he didn't know the severity. Like, he did not know that I was cl clinically diagnosed with all these. He did not know that. It was, I'm not going to say it wasn't something that I was trying to hide, because truthfully, I was trying to hide it from everybody. Right. It was just something that just really didn't come up in a conversation until I didn't deal with it. And that's true, because you have to be very careful when right. you're telling people. Like, I don't believe in telling everybody everything. Right, right, that's right. just who I am right. because like how you say I don't feel as though that everybody is capable of accepting right. what you have to tell right. them because how what and I just feel as though like if I was to go to someone and lay my life and everything out in front of them and then they reject me or tell you that it's exhausting you know, I, it, it, I I really believe that that would just really send me over the top. I literally drove home. You, God is amazing because what my thought process or what I was thinking through wasn't good. But I had my daughter in a car with me. Mm. I had my daughter. In it. So, you know your kids feel your emotion anyway. And the whole time, she in the back of the car. She's singing um, all kind of gospel songs because that's all she likes to listen to. Is one of, so she's singing songs. She keeps saying, like, Mommy, are you okay? Like, so the whole time she's talking to me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it home. Like, I'm going to get home. And then when I get home and get her to bed and do all these things, then I can just go to my husband and let him know, like, this is what happened today. Because this is, this is my safe haven for mm -hmm. me on earth. Like, mm -hmm. I know God got me on earth. This is my safe haven, my mm -hmm. husband. Because mm -hmm. I told him the truth about everything. And he didn't say. What he said is, let's make this appointment so we can see what's the next step. Right. Let's call these therapists. Let's, 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 let me talk to your doctor. Like, did you sign a paper so that I can talk to your doctor? Do we need to? Like, this is what he did. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I just got to get to him. And he my safe haven. I'm good. But then life. And then I never even sit down and say anything. Honestly, I never even uttered a word about it until just now. Mm. I never say anything. But that's the life of someone who is battling what they're battling, trying to yes. keep up with who everybody wants them to be, trying to make sure that the kids okay and not see what's going on, make sure that the world is not too harsh on them because 
God forbid you cannot not be okay when you do what we do because you think we got it perfect. We surely don't have it perfect. We got problems just like everybody else. Yeah, and that's why it's always Every day. that's why it's so amazing to me that when we see people in the news and we see people that has all this money and these lifestyles that we can only dream of, and you know, it goes to show you that when it comes to depression and, and the and the issues of life, mm -hmm. can nothing protect you from, that. from it. Can't nothing Ain't protect you from that. From it. Nothing. Because no, a lot of times people think because, okay, if I have this amount of money, I will be okay. If I have this type of husband or this type of wife, I will be okay. If only my family would treat me like this. But it just goes to show that you're still leaving your happiness mm -hmm. in everybody and everything's hands yep. except for your own. And that's what happens when you when you when you when you put your happiness in other people's hands and other things, you don't have control of it. Mm -hmm. And that's about depression. Then it ends up from depression, it goes to anxiety. Mm -hmm. And anxiety thing is about not having control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't have control. Nope. And that's when you start losing it. Yep. That's when you start losing it. I remember when, when I was in the hospital and, um, and because I was having anxiety so bad, it had went from depression to anxiety where I wouldn't even, I didn't even want to get up out the bed. Mm -hmm. I didn't even get up out the bed. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I even washed. I, I, it, that, it, it wasn't even on my mind. I, I probably didn't, probably for about three, four days before mm -hmm. I said, well, let me at least take a bath or something. Mm -hmm. But I was such in a low place and mine was triggered because... I wanted to do, I wanted to run my own business. I wanted to do that and everything. But then I was so used and comfortable to the money that I was bringing in from my nine to five. Mm -hmm. And with me not having the comfort of that nine to five, it triggered that. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was a loser. I felt like I was letting my daughter down. I felt like I was letting God down. And, and my family and everybody. And I didn't even, wasn't even thinking about me. Mm -hmm. It was still about everybody, everybody, everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else. And I really felt that the world would be better without me in it. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, if I could just have the peace in my head, it mm -hmm. would be all good. Mm -hmm. But what does that mean that he get peace in my head? Right. What to commit suicide? suicide? Because those are the thoughts that come next. Mm -hmm. And so when I eventually got to a doctor and you know and was talking about and everything and they was taking my vital signs and everything and everything was so out of whack I mean it was crazy the doctor just sat down and looked at me and was like what is going on with you mm -hmm. you have to talk about what's going on and I remember that day and I said I, I just didn't know you know I couldn't even put it together then mm -hmm. I just was feeling like I just you know I had just lost everything and so they gave me something, but I never wanted to know what they gave mm -hmm. me. But they, they had to give me medication. Mm -hmm. They gave me medication that day in the hospital to put me on track to where I needed to be. But it still is an ongoing mm -hmm. battle. It's a battle. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's still an ongoing battle because of just life, period. It's so many peaks and valleys. And until we learn how to be comfortable within ourselves mm -hmm. to say, you know what? It's okay. Everything is going to be okay. I can't worry about it. Yeah, I may not have no money today, but it's okay. It don't mean that I'm never going to have any money. Right. Yeah, I may not have a job today, but it don't mean you will never have a job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so we have to get comfortable with that and then also get comfortable with sharing with other people because we never know what resources they may have. And, and that's the one good thing that came out about my post. Like, because when I posted, and it was a um, long post, 
And if anybody just watching want to see it, I posted like May the 1st because May is mental health, right? Yes. So I posted May the 1st. There were some people who said to me, thank you. And yeah. I was like, you're welcome. And they was like, no, thank you. You don't understand how you helped me. You don't understand how you um, being transparent about who you really are and the things that you go through have helped me because I, I was trying to do X, Y, and Z, but really I feel like A, B, and C, you know, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, um, I do agree, and even in writing that post, I've made some connection or met some people who, you know, there's a lot of people on my Facebook friend list. That's, I know them maybe because I met them or in passing or we had a conversation or we went to school together, but I haven't seen you or, you know, talked to you, but it has made some connections with some people. Um, I have made connections with some people that's really like, hey, not only do I want to help you with this, I need to help me with this too. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. How about we come together to do this? How about we connect every week and just talk to see how, from strength, not so much as strangers, but strangers. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not in your inner circle, but, and I'm like, because it was a tool to reach out and they had resources to help reach out. So you do have to be, you have to be okay with not being okay. Mm -hmm. And to be transparent about what it is so that people can help you. I believe that everything that we need, God has already created for us. Right. So everything on, that we need is on this earth already for us to be able to deal with it. It's just how we utilize it and um, what resources and tools that we really use to deal with whatever it is that we're dealing with. Absolutely. And it's hard. I'm not sitting here saying it's it easy. Is, it is It hard. is hard. Like me holding these tears back right now, I have a lump in my throat because it's hard. It's hard to be honest about who you are. You know, people always tell me like, when you get older, you're not going to care what people think. When you get this, you're not going to... You don't understand what the process and the thoughts that go through in my mind. Or you don't even understand the thing. You don't know my story because I've never shared my complete, total story with anybody. I've always shared a portion of my story. So you don't even understand what I battle with with my depression anyway. Mm -hmm. It ain't got nothing to do with money. You from know where it even comes from. You don't from. even know where it comes from. You don't even know what my triggers are. Because right. I have triggers that are... You talk about anxiety attacks. I know what those are. There are sometimes when I'm literally going in the bathroom, like, pulling my head, like, shaking, like, trying to come out of, you know, with my feelings. So you don't even know what my triggers are to be like, oh, you'll get over one day or mm -mm. know how it began or how long I've been dealing with it. So you don't know these things to anybody. So you can't tell people, pray it away. Mm -mm. Please stop telling people that. Please stop asking them why. Please stop asking them all these questions and sometimes just listen. Because you'll find out all your answers if you just listen to mm -hmm. people. You'll, see, you'll start seeing what it is that really does trigger them or what it is they don't like. You need to learn people love languages and yes. how to to love them. I don't, I can't love Mick the way I want to be loved because mm -hmm. the way she want to be loved is different from then how I want to be. You know what I'm saying? That's true. What I need from you out of a friend is different from what you need from me as a friend. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what you need from me? Because mm -hmm. I may, I may on in my subconscious thinking I'm doing everything, but if you come to me like, no, I don't care that you call me on Tuesdays. I really need you to call me on Friday. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't know those things, so we have to be okay with having these conversations, these real conversations with people who really do care care about you because those are the ones who want to really help you through because you cannot get through depression alone. Yes. Or anything. And you matter. have to really know who your team is. Like yeah. like you just said, like you you really have to know the people that you have around you and who the people are that's really there to help you. Right. And right. not the ones that's just there to point fingers. Be not nosy, to point talk yeah, about you. Yeah. And judge do all you, that. Yeah. All, and they mm -hmm. going through their own storm themselves, but they are quick. I definitely have learned who who got me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I definitely have learned and there's some people that I'm, it hurts them like, dang, they, they really didn't really have me, you know? And I battle with it. I really do deal with that. I, I will, you can stop talking to me today. I hate when people just stop talking to you and don't tell you why. For me, 
that kills me inside because I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? How can I do it? And I do. One of my bad problems is I will keep on reaching out. Mm-hmm. Keep I will keep texting. I will keep calling. I will keep doing anything. Like, can you just tell me? I will apologize. I will do for like a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And over the last two years, I have done that. Like, and then finally, I'm when I hit my point this year to when everything was crumbling down, I'm just like, oh my God, you gotta help me let this stuff go. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta tell me who really I'm supposed to be weaning it out or whatever because they sucking me dry. Right. He, they didn't let me go, but I'm still holding on to them. I don't know how to let and, that and, go. And that's what it is because you know we 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 get to a point where I'm thinking that everybody does is that at some point in time we want somebody that's gonna fight for us right. the way we fight for other relationships. Amen. I want somebody that's, that's gonna fight triggers. for me. That's one of my triggers. And, and you know, it's most of the time it's the people that that give a lot of themselves. Like I, I can definitely see with your personality of how you're always there for everybody. You're always trying to make sure everybody else is is. Everybody else is getting what they need, and mm-hmm. you you do that. You do a great job I'm of trying. that, and it, and it always is the person that does that always feel like, okay, am, am I gonna get it back? And it's and you don't ask That's for cool. it. It's just like you just. It's just like, and, and at some point you gotta say to yourself, you know what? People see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you ain't giving me back, I really believe that it's intentional. Mm-hmm. I really believe that it's intentional because people know when people treat them well. Right. It's like you know when somebody ain't treating you good. You, you know, know when somebody treats you good. You do. You know that. And you said a good thing. I remember when uh, my first interview was with you and Sherry, and I remember y'all asking me something about my husband, and I said, I love him because he's the first man that ever fought for me. Yes. I say, I always say that the reason why I love, he is the first man who has it has been consistently fighting for me from the day we met, uh, November the twenty sixth to the to today. Like he mm-hmm. always fight for me. He will and and I remember when I said it you guys was like, Wow and I'm like, Yeah, I don't mean physically fight for me. Right. I don't mean get up and throw some hands. He but will. if you have to he will. If he had to he fought for me and he fights mm-hmm. for me daily on a on just so self conscious. He will always fight for me and that's why I love him so much and I'm like that's why I fell in love with him because I didn't know what that felt like. Yes. I always feel like nobody fought for me. I fought and I still fight for friends, for, for people who don't like me. I'm like, why? What did I do? Let me apologize because I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Those are That is one of my triggers with this abandonment feeling like somebody don't care enough to fight for me because if you know me, you know I'm fighting. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going hard for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to just let folks go. And that's another reason why I love my couch potato right now because mm-hmm. I know that even through his, even through what he going through now, every day, you know, we have routines, we have little things. I think I posted about how I, Imani left him a note on his uh, mirror. So when I came out to him about what I, how bad it was mm-hmm. and everything, he started leaving me little notes on the mm-hmm. mirror, on my side of the mirror. Okay. And so, okay. You, you know, people always watch. So he would leave little mo- notes to say he'll love me or whatever it is, a little message, a joke or something. So my daughter has been seeing that, like seeing that. So the other day, I woke up on the side of his mirror. She put a note to him. Mm. And it said, like, I love you, Dad, or whatever. But... I, I say that to say, my husband goes to great lengths to make sure that I know that he gonna keep fighting for me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a whether it's a note, whether him sitting on the couch watching this show right now, 
no matter what it is, may, even when he see that I'm cringing, even when he kiss my forehead, when I don't even want to be touched, mm -hmm. he like, I'm still going to love her through this. Right. He, I'm a, he but like that's a, how it has to be. I, I mean, when, when, when you're talking about loving someone, you, you used the term before that he loved you back to hell. Yep. And that is, that is so important. You can take that and you can do that in every relationship, yep. even with trying to build a friendship. Yep. Because a lot of times people don't believe that they can have good functional relationships mm -hmm. even with women to women men mm -hmm. to men and so basically what you have to do is have to love that person back to, to where help. they are open mm -hmm. and they can receive that type of love from you and that relay is about building like that bond building mm -hmm. yeah and a lot of times we don't take enough time to do that no nope. we, we come into relationships with people we think everybody's supposed to be perfect everything together and the littlest thing that someone do we ready to just kick them to the curve friendship relationships everything Relationship is. That is true. Everything we ready, we ready to kick them to the curve. Instead of in the in the, in the beginning, learn people first. You ain't all of a sudden you meet somebody. Oh yeah, that's my best friend. Oh yeah, this is my boyfriend. Oh this come. No, take your time. Learn people. Learn their habits. Knowing what you can compromise mm -hmm. um, with in a relationship. Mm -hmm. know, know what your deal breakers are. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep on trying to be a friend to somebody and they keep on putting you down or belittling you and you're the only one fighting. No, that ain't healthy. Yeah, I said that. I don't want that's, friendships that's not healthy. one way anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want one way. I don't want a friendship where it's just give, 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 or take, take, take. I want it to be, and I'm dealing with that, like being okay with like when, I, when they show me who they are, be okay with, with, I don't love you no less. Mm -hmm. I just love me more mm -hmm. than I love this situation. Right. And I still wish you the best, but just not for me. Because right. this is a, you, this is a trigger for me. Right. And I got to be okay with letting these triggers go because I'm doing self hurt to myself. Right. Like, at this point, you're not even doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you didn't do, I'm doing it. Right. Because I'm still holding on to you. You let me go a long time ago. Right. And I'm still holding on to you. And I know that that is one of my problems, learning to, like, let go of, uh, People. Well, it's not a problem. It's, it's just one of her challenges. My challenges. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna get through it. Yeah, you gonna get through it. You gonna get through it. It's one of the challenges. But it's 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 just life. Yeah, life teaches us all these things. Life, because I'm telling you, I'm waking up to that too, and I'm trying to be really reserved with the things that I say, the mm -hmm. things that I do to people, how I welcome people. Like I'm really in a place now where I really want to keep my circle small. Mm -hmm. I don't want to let everyone in right, anymore. Right. You know, I was like you said, mm -hmm. I love you mm -hmm. from a distance, but the circle is closed mm -hmm. for only people that I know that really cares for me. And I learned that with you watching you for, um, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but for your birthday, <laughs> I ain't gonna say too much because I don't want to hurt no feathers or step on no toes. But I learned something from you during that time. You know, for me, I'm always like, people always Ross know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people. A lot of people just don't know me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yes, I, you know, I went to, you know, graduated from high school. We still all Facebook friends. We keep in contact. We do this. So when I have birthdays, when I have party, I want to invite everybody. This and then. Your birthday made me really realize and having a conversation with your birthday, and I was like, huh, I be want to have parties for all these people and celebrate with all these people who don't care for you. Not at all. Don't even care no, for you. No, never mind. They just really coming for the food or the drinks or whatever or it is. Or just to going, see what's going see on. See what's going on, talk that trash, have that gossip, whatever. Like, And I was like, wow, I really need to like 
get it in my head. Like this is this is what it is right here. Mm -hmm. And all of them are fine. Yes. I ain't beefing with none no. of them. But when it comes to my intimate moments, when it comes to me. You want to keep them. You want to keep them intimate and sacred yep. to you. You know what I'm saying. You want to keep those things very intimate and, and sacred. Because I like, need to protect me. Exactly. I need to protect me. I need to protect my mental, my mental health. Mm -hmm. Really, I really need to protect my mental health. And where right now, I know that it's in a, it's in a not good state right now. So I need to protect it. Mm -hmm. And so when your birthday came around and we had these conversations, I literally went home and sit and thought, and I was like, wow, I need to, I need to. I need to change how I'm thinking about these things. Like, I'm thinking, so in my mind, I'm just like, the more people I be around, it'll keep me like, mm -hmm. but really, I realize the more people I be around, the more triggers I have. The more triggers you it's, have. And not even, I'm thinking, if I'm around a lot of people and I have this whole crowd around me, I ain't going to have time to be depressed or crying. Or the, then I realize it's the more triggers I have, but the more people that I'm like letting around me because I'm yes. absorbing all of this yes. and trying to hold on to all of this. When God was like, "You don't need all of this no. anyway." And you don't. And like as you as we get older and stuff, we need to start put like how they you you can see it anywhere, all on Facebook, everywhere. If you talk to people, they say the older they get, you know, you have a lot of friends. You have a lot of friends to do a lot of things with you. But then as you get older and you started understanding what a real relationship mm -hmm. is and that quality time and that how people become sacred like I, I believe that my friendships now are sacred to me mm -hmm. yep. they, they mean a lot more to me it ain't I, I ain't care about what nobody else think of them or who they yep. are what they do it's what I think of right. them what they do for me right and that's what matters and so I want to spend my time with those people right. Right. I don't have to impress anybody because I'm to the point I care less right and that's what I like when you I can be with less. your real friends and you could just be who you are yeah like like, like, I don't want to have those friendships. Like, they about to come over my house. Oh my goodness, I gotta do this. Let me I gotta clean do up. this. Let me clean excuse up this. Excuse no. that. Oh, I gotta do this. No, I, no. I, I, I I'm, my I'm real not doing folks, that. My real folks come to my house. I ain't about to say nothing. First of all, mm -hmm. you know me enough to know you about to walk through this door. And you can see whatever <laughs> it is you gonna see. I ain't about to clean up. No, I ain't about to. I, I, I ain't about. You better go in that refrigerator if you want to meet. Like, yes. I don't want. I have wore a mask for so long you know what yes, i'm saying no more mass. i don't want like i thought i took it all but really i just put it on a show to try to suppress it and not deal with it so mm -hmm. now i'm at an age i'm at a point in a time in my life where i'm like the hell with this mask mm -hmm. i want to be exactly unapologetically who i am yes and be okay with it and if you're not okay with it that's fine that's fine too i'm okay with yep. it and my circle is okay with yep. it and my circle protects me and keep me so sacred that you ain't even gonna get through yep. to me to even hurt me because yep. that's how I am for my circle. I'm like, hold up. Because now they didn't you create a boundary. Yeah, now, yeah, oh, God, we I'm not gonna, like, uh-uh. It's like, like, God, like, these are the people who I have that's going to surround you here mm -hmm. on earth. And I have touched and anointed all of them to make sure ain't nothing coming your way. Yep. And that's where I'm at now. Like, I'm like, you know what? The hell with all of that and all these people and all of these things, like, my armor around me, God is definitely always so. Don't ever think that I'm taking God out because He always. But I now realize right. that people do. He got around me that's gonna protect me. Like that, you can't even get. Like, like I said, I always talk about my husband because the one thing about my husband, you ain't touching his wife mm -mm. verbally, mentally, physically, emotionally. You're not touching him. He fought too hard for me. The same thing with I realize who my real friends are. You ain't touching me. Mm -hmm. You ain't. You're not even gonna part your lips to say anything negative in their present because you know their love for and, me and that's another thing right there that's another thing what was was so important to me is that i always this is how i watch friendships mm -hmm. I, I watch people who come and tell me something that somebody else said mm -hmm. about me because mm -hmm. i'm like wow 
How they get all that conversation? Why would they come to you? They felt very comfortable yep. coming to, to you. you to talk about me. So therefore, they must know that me and you ain't as tight as we say that's we That's a problem. Are. And that, that's, a that's problem a problem for me. If somebody, if you come that's to me a problem. with that, that means that they were comfortable. And you made them comfortable in, so, in some kind of way. Here's the thing about me. And ain't repeating nobody, the bull crap. Ain't, ain't nobody coming to me talking to me about any of the people that I say that are my friends. That's ain't right. Ain't nobody coming to me. Because if they coming to me talking about it, like if it's a mutual friend, it's like, oh, I need to come to you. I'm talking to you because Mick did it. I'm like, hold up. Hold on, let's call Mick. Let's 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 all meet up. Mm -hmm. Let's do this like real don't do because we're mm -hmm. not going to like you you're not gonna be that comfortable to talk about me and talk about my friend to me. Like that's right. Just, we just not even gonna have that's that. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shut sideways. it down, and then I'm not that friend that's gonna come back and tell you what they said. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that because my thing is is that why would I go to my friend to tell them something that's gonna hurt them? Yeah, that another person said that means absolutely nothing to yep. them. Yep, I will shut it down. I'm nothing. Like, you ain't never gonna do it again because I'm no. like let's let's have this conversation. Let me do this one time because yep. it's your only warning. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel. This is where I stand with her. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. We got we to gotta start having those boundaries. Yep. And I think that's why we are in the condition that we're in. Because I know for me coming up, I used to live that life of friendship. Friends talking about friends, backbiting. It even has strained me and my own sister's relationship for years that we're still trying to come out of, of all the damage that was done to our relationship because of other people yep. claiming to love us and to be our friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So later for that. And it caused a lot of headache, anxiety, depression, and everything. So I'm telling you guys, we got to do better. So if you have a friend, somebody out there that you know that have isolated themselves, you know, and that you know they going through certain things in life, just in life, period, where they have fallen back. Mm -hmm. Try to be that listening ear, you know what I'm saying? And y'all, don't be so quick to give up. Because when you're depressed, I'm telling you, I could have my phone in my hand and see you calling. I am not going to pick up. Mm -hmm. I am not going to answer. Mm -hmm. But I tell you something, because I know it, it happened to me. I lived this. My friends was calling me. I wasn't answering. But I had one friend. She kept calling and kept calling and kept calling. And one day I answered. Yep. So keep calling, keep calling, keep calling. Don't, don't go over up. the house, check up on them. You know, they, they go look for their car, whatever, pop up, pop, pop, up. Up. pop up to their job. Cause a lot of times we're still functional. We'll go to work because we're in that routine. Mm -hmm. Go pop up, and have lunch with them, inside. do something, yep. but don't just let them just fall by the wayside. Cause I'm telling you, we need each other. I had a friend that killed herself due to depression. When I tell you I have dealt with depression as being a friend, as going through it myself, watching loved ones, it is real. And we cannot let them go. I think we have a call. Okay. Well, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So what I want to give, I want to give everybody the suicide um, prevention hotline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Sometimes, guys, you can just call that number and get resources. A lot of times, when people are going through things, they you have to go and get the resources for them mm -hmm. to know what they can do. Um, get a therapist number. Um, find out some a support group. Support groups are great. 
because it always gives you a chance that, you know, sometimes you could just go, you could just sit and then, you know, listen in on what's going on. And then you will be able to have people around you that will be able to help you. Because I believe one day that if they're going to go to the support group to listen, that one day they will speak. They will speak. So no pressure on them, guys, but just let them know that you're there for them. They just want to feel like somebody loved them and somebody cares about them. The bottom line, we've all been there. We've all been there, but everybody don't deal with it the same. And before we go, I definitely want to give this number to a, to a therapist who, who has posted this on Facebook and said, text let's talk about it who offering free services if you just text and say um you need some therapy so that text number is 301-917-5391 she has posted on her social media again text her let's talk about it or yes. talk to 301-917-5391 just if you need to talk and deal with what you're doing with it and she's been in the business 25 years i believe Absolutely. And guys, don't forget, depression is real also with Amen. people who have um, um, terminal illnesses. Mm -hmm. So don't forget about your friends and everybody that, that goes through cancer, HIV, all those different things like that. Because remember, y'all, everybody is wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So check in on them as well, guys. Make sure that they are okay because this depression thing is mental. Mm -hmm. It's mental. They're fighting against their own thoughts. Yes. So we have to be able to do all that we can do to be able to help the next person. Amen. So we definitely want to just thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. If it's something that we have shared here that you can use or you think that someone else can use, please share the video. Also, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And everybody have a great evening. Good night. Thank you.